Welcome to Threes of Podcast. I am the James. We have Mr. Plasky and Lord Rada going to be um, heading the conversation. He's going to be talking about the law of attraction. Lord Rada, go ahead, shoot. What is the law of attraction? Uh, well, the law of attraction is the concept that our dominant thoughts create our reality and attract certain things into our into our lives, basically. Um, and there are many schools of thought as to how, of course, how that works, and I'll get into that later. But a lot of it relates to um, what you know, what you project from your mind or how you view the world attracts who or what kind of comes into what um, they would call your personal reality. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Is this? I, I um, think that would. Sorry. Does this also have to do with the way, uh, like, what we believe as far as like you know, um, how we've grown up and stuff like that, right? That plays into it as well, correct? A lot of that. Um, your dominant thoughts and beliefs, the things that you. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, what they would say you attract comes from. You know your. Yeah, your religious background, the, the morality that you were taught by your parents, and um, of course, you know there there are ways to kind of change, you know, change your belief systems and that kind of thing. But, right. Uh, that, that's kind of the majority of what what the basic concept is, bare minimum. Okay. Um, I mean, I, oh. I I can get into my I mean, get a li- little bit into my background and how it kind of convinced me. A lot of people, you know. They kind of view it uh, from a religious context, or yeah, um, which there, you know, there are a- I, there are atheists that practice it. You know, there's the whole um, there, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions. It's not uh, particularly a dating uh, a, a dating philosophy either. Okay, okay. Um, there's a lot of people that um, have have you know, you bring it up to them for the first time, and they kind of get into well, isn't it like something that pickup artists are into or uh-huh uh, it's really kind of a kind of completely its own thing but, yeah okay that's neat yeah yeah but uh, kind of how i got into it though was uh i actually thought the whole thing was bullshit until mm-hmm. about i think i'd say it was about 15 years old was my first encounter okay with um kind of consciously understanding what it was yeah um my, my dad bought a book at a garage sale and i kind of looked through it and being someone who at that point had already i, I would say had a deep, put in a lot of time studying things like hypnosis and meditation right uh, certain aspects of it made sense to me but it, it seemed just a little too new age and a little too magical but, what was the book called that um, you were looking through uh, it was not the secret, um, which is probably the most popular book that people will will bring up if you uh, bring it up. It was called Law of Attraction by Esther Hicks. Okay. Um, the daughter of Abraham Hicks, who was kind of one of the the, the pioneers in what yeah. we have as far as modern law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if you if you look her up, she. Uh, 
Um, she uh, was popular sometime around, I would say, the 30s and 40s. Was kind of when she was doing her law of attraction thing. So it goes way back before the, when the secret was even released. Um, you've got, you know, uh, her philosophy was very uh, religion-based, actually. Okay. She, there was a lot of a uh, lot of Bible references in most of her lectures. Uh huh. Which was um, kind of that's kind of how I connect with her most of the time when I go back right. and go into her old material. But, okay. Um, and in in the biblical way, I mean, would this sort of be? I mean, what? How does it connect? How does it connect there exactly? I mean, I have an idea that it's sort of like asking you shall receive kind of thing, but or something. Um, how, how, is it a prayer type thing, or? It's very much like that, except it goes. She got a lot into prayer versus meditation. The differences between the two. Um, but. Her big thing, of course, was about, the, you know, the, the greatest law of attraction practitioner was Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a whole concept of uh, God creating the law of attraction for it to benefit us, basically. Okay. So that was kind of her school of thought. Um, and a guy that was kind of similar was a guy named Bob Proctor, mm-hmm. who uh, uh, took a lot of... I don't know if he took influence from her, if it was because he was around at the same time, but the, right. the very early Law of Attraction philosophy was uh, very Christian-based, mm-hmm. uh, at least here in the U.S. Okay. So, yeah, if you look at Bob Proctor, one of his famous uh, quotes was, um, God always says yes, it's, it just depends on what you're asking for, so. Yes, um, I've, <laughs> I've heard this before, okay, okay. Yeah, because um, you know one of the one of the pillars in the just about uh, every school of thought when it comes to law of attraction is you get what you ask for, you just don't always get what you want. Okay, um, I've heard that saying yeah, as well. Okay. Yeah, that that's yeah based a lot off of what I said earlier when I was talking about um, your dominant thoughts creating your reality and. Mm-hmm. You know, subconsciously, you may be asking for things that you don't consciously want. Right. And you find yourself wondering why you keep attracting certain things into your life. But yes, um, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can understand why someone would ask those types of questions. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would say part of what started really drawing me into it, um, it was well, I. I'd call it a couple of years ago was when I started maybe back in, I would say 2014 mm-hmm. was when I actually started investing time in learning how everything worked it was because okay. most of the time that I had known about it, uh, it hadn't really worked for me. I didn't really know why. Uh, it's, Cause it's more of a skill and a learning experience than anything. But um, it, I, you know, I started small working on trying to attract, you know, I think the first thing I did was like 20 bucks or something was what uh-huh. I was, that was like, kind of like my, um, by the way, the term I'm going to use is, uh, manifestation. Cause that's in the community. That's kind of, that's what they call most things. Uh, most okay. of the things that they attract. Right. But, um, the first time it actually worked was, um, 
I was basically short on cash because I was poor. You know, um, I was living in a guy's attic at the time. Right. Uh, you know, r real uh, white trash situation going on. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But basically, um, I was, you know, I was short on cash, and I was mm -hmm. like, well, what am, you know, what am I going to do here? Right. And I decided, you know what, I'll go ahead, I'll try some of this material, you know, mm -hmm. because it, it doesn't hurt. Right. And um, I walked out on the sidewalk, I was at work, uh, went into work, mm -hmm. walked out on the sidewalk after I got off work, and there was uh, four or $5 bills uh, fanned out, just sitting on the sidewalk. And that was when I first started lending credibility to it. Okay, okay. Um, that was like my first uh, big conscious encounter with it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but kind of what further convinced me later on, though, was I started uh, going through... Um, the, the, my primary method is uh, through meditation. So I started going right. through those motions for just other bigger things in my life that I hadn't accomplished that I was just trying, looking for opportunities to get involved in. Right. And I just started having these weird events where things were kind of syncing up and mm -hmm. I was seeing a lot of things like repeating numbers and patterns and stuff. And Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, like throughout this process, um, I didn't, you know, up front ever get online and start Googling signs that it's working or anything like that. It was right. more of... I would start noticing this stuff, and then I'd be on YouTube, and I'd see a, you know, a video, like, if you're seeing this, this is what this means, and I was like, mm -hmm. well, thousands of people practicing the same thing, and, you know, spontaneously having, you know, because I wasn't looking for any of these signs. This is what right. started freaking me out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have thousands of people, or possibly millions, reporting right. this, mm -hmm. having very similar experiences, like this just shows that there's something that's true about this whole concept. Yeah. You know? And that was that was the main thing that solidified me and made me, uh, I would say, a regular practitioner of it. Okay. Because yeah, there's, I've gone through several periods on and off where I wasn't that enthused or... Right. I just didn't think there was that much or... Because yeah. I really had, I had no bias or reason to believe any of it was real. You know, from the beginning. So. Oh, okay. Okay. That was that was gonna be my next yeah. question. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And at because, first, what made you think that it wasn't real? Well, having a father that's a magician. Yeah. And being in those those circles where you're around a lot of psychics and mystics and you know little fake psychics. Mm -hmm. uh, knowing, knowing how you trick the mind and. Knowing how all that stuff is done, for right. me, there had to be an external factor beyond my control to prove it to me. Okay. Be because, you know, I, I had also personally studied hypnosis for a long time. Right. Because uh, I, was, I was 21, and I had my first, um, the, my early studies with hypnosis when I was around 12. Because mm -hmm. my dad had all the material, and it was just kind of interested me. Right. So I was like, well, I could literally, I could be tricking my mind to see all this stuff. You know, mm -hmm. is this ha you know, how many people is this happening to? How spontaneous is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And who who profits from me getting involved in this too? Like, you know, mm -hmm. is are there people claiming that they can, which 
that's one of the big rules is you can't create another person's reality. It's like, are there people that are claiming, hey, if you pay me this amount of money, I'll make it happen faster for you? Right, right, right. You know? right. Mm-hmm. So there really was none of that. It was entirely based on your personal responsibility and what you want to attract. And, you know, so it's a completely subjective experience, you know? It's, okay. You know, okay. it's reliant on your, on your own perception. Okay. And that's a big that was a that was a big barrier for me. That's a big barrier for a lot of people mm-hmm. um, that aren't in it because of right, you know. But you know, but coming to see that it wasn't black magic or you know something is bare minimum a mindset that will lead you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know it just became a lot more powerful to me at, around that you know at that point. Right. So. Okay. Okay. Um, so you're saying that uh, it was based on your basically personal um, uh, I guess personal experiences that go ahead. I don't know. Go ahead. And add, I don't. Well, I was going to say personal experiences for uh, for yourself that made you or that helped you believe that it was true, is that correct? And you said that's basically yeah. the basis of the law of attraction. Uh, basically, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of faith and belief involved in it, but... Um, okay, okay. I mean, and I, I, mean I, I can kind of explore that more, but uh, it was basically, a, a lot of it was consistency over the course of about two years of me doing it just kind of on and off or you know because i've got add so i get off i get sidetracked and get onto other subjects and other issues you know just other philosophies and things that i want to study right it's kind of been put on the back burner okay okay but i I would say i noticed some sort of difference or shift every time that i've been consistent with it and i've had something some sort of betterment happen for me okay okay um, so, what, where does, uh, where does like science, uh, and stuff fit into all of this? Just out of curiosity. Um, well, um, I would say the, the biggest scientist that I would say that really kind of delved into it was Nikola Tesla. Okay. Um, he, and, and he's quoted as saying, Think of the ter- the universe in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Yes. And that is okay. a large factor uh, when you put the law of attraction into practice. Is mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it's a very largely philosophy that just about everything involves right. energy. Okay. Um, the you know because the it gets very much you know there's the law of vibration, mm-hmm. which uh, scientifically, you know, we've discovered that everything on an atomic level is basically vibrating all the time. Like, you oh, can't yeah. perceive it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not perceived with the naked eye, but everything's vibrating and there's pretty much no such thing as a solid object. Right, yeah. And, That's where um, I believe the word vibes comes from. Is that correct? Yeah, um, it was... Very uh, relegated to 
uh, new age philosophy for a long time. You know, people that could sense vibrations and that kind of thing. Right, um, right, 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 right. Because, you know, science hadn't uncovered it, but for years it, there have been people that claim they can sense and feel, you know, the vibes and the energy. And mm -hmm. um, I'd say take that with a grain of salt because you start getting okay. into, you know, talking to dead people and psychics and that kind of stuff. Okay. You go too deep into that. Right. But, yeah, basically, you know, the law of vibration and correspondence uh, are two of the most important laws because it's you getting your mind into the frequency to attract this particular thing that you're trying to attract. Right. Um, you know, some people do it through meditation, some, uh, some do affirmations, or they write it down. Mm-hmm. Or, so there's several different methods people use, and I don't believe anyone's right or wrong, because it all involves the mindset. Right, right, okay. Um, but, I mean, I, if you want to get deeper into what the different schools of thought are, because they they're very diverse, um, this is all pretty much the bare minimum of what kind of the belief is, but... Um, because there are the people, of course, that are literally... Um, they have a, a literal spiritual view of it, um, where it's you know it's it's all about your energy is connecting with uh, your desires. That's so kind of uh, like that's kind of like the supernatural extreme to it. Okay. If you um, if you go into the very hard science psychological side of it, uh, they're. Uh, their specific belief on how it works is that your subconscious uh, creates a self-fulfilling prophecy and guides you towards it. Right. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, I personally find both of those schools of thought irrelevant because this, it's, they both use the exact same methods. So I, I've always found that, that debate a little bit irrelevant, but I've seen people... Um, the big debate, you know, is uh, basically Neville Goddard and Abraham Hicks. Uh, Neville Goddard's method was, it was all in your subconscious, and you were programming yourself to go and seek out a certain opportunity to, you know, create what you were looking for uh, in your life. You know, whereas Abraham Hicks was, you reach the free, the the mindset, and the universe just brings it to you, which. Yeah. Um, no, uh, regardless of either one of those, um, I don't I don't believe any manifestation takes place without uh, what they call inspired action. And I think that's where a lot of people get caught up is they they're new to it and they reach this point where it's like, well, nothing happened, mm -hmm. but they're missing all the opportunities because they never. You know, they never took action and expected everything to just happen. Okay. So there okay. is an entire element of, of action where you actually go out and have to right. basically do the practical things that would be required for it to happen in your life. Okay. Um, so it's not entirely thought-based. There is actual physical action involved. Okay, but, okay. Yeah. I got you. Um, so but, uh, oh, you say, like... So where does the, so if it's all, where does the thought come in and then the, the, the physical action come in? Like, how do you, I don't know, how can you tell there's, I guess, the one and 
not the other or that it's not like just a coincidence or something like that? Um, uh, well, the, the main experience that you'll hear about is what um, the community will typically call uh, experiencing, you know, synchronicities where a lot of times the an opportunity will show up and just kind of jump out at you. Right. Or you'll have a, a persisting thought that you know you instinctively need to do this, you know. Okay, okay. And that, I got you. you know, that, that'll yeah, come with anxiety or passion or whatever kind of emotion your subconscious needs to get you to go out and do what needs to be done. Um, I mean, I, I, I've experienced it before where I just, you know, I just had a nagging thought that I needed to... Um, I needed to go to. Uh, it was a, it was a coffee shop. I, I was yeah. trying to get it. Uh, I was trying to get into this. Uh, I was trying to get into the lo some of the local film chapters. Yeah. And there was this coffee shop that was doing. Uh, they were doing improv classes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I was like, I really got to go and check out this. Like, I didn't know why, because like I had some interest, but I didn't have like a passion that I needed to go. So I was like, okay, I'll go. Right. Uh, the first week I went, I meet this this actor, who, uh, I mean, he's he's in the business. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not going to plug his name here, but um, he he's kind of on the indie scene, you know. Okay. And he immediately starts, uh, you know, he basically was giving me, you know, audition tips. He was telling me where to go. He's uh, telling me about Vegas. Right. And eventually, he ends up leading me to. Um, this director guy who runs mm -hmm. the uh, basically he's the director of a lot of the major uh, independent film projects that take place uh, right. out here in Wichita. So you know it was it was a series of events. It wasn't like something just immediately happened because I was you know I made one choice. But you know so right. a lot of it is a is a series and a journey. Uh huh. And depends. Yeah, a lot of it also depends heavily on how big it is, how big the thing is you're trying to get. Okay. So okay. if it's if it's going to be a process, like say you want to be a millionaire, well, you know, you're going to have the issue of you might end up, you know, eventually you're going to have to leave your job and, you know, that could happen spontaneously or you could have an opportunity to go somewhere else or... Right. You know. But, I mean, yeah, I mean... It, the, the inspired action part is the part that a lot of people leave out. A lot of uh, YouTubers piss me off because they don't they don't bring it up to anybody. Right. It's mm -hmm. just kind of this whole, if you can't figure it out, you're just wrong. You know, you're not doing it right. Yeah. You're not thinking positively enough. But. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna say that that makes that makes some sense. Um, and I, I could understand where, uh, from your experience that you just told me, um, about you having the feeling to do something, the religious part can, or yeah, people can think about it religiously. Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, it gets, um, some people get very hardcore about the whole, you know, the whole um, not having bad thoughts and, you know. Right. To the point where they really, they really start freaking themselves out. And, you know, because, you know, if your thoughts create your reality, if you're thinking, you know, about, you know, cancer or something, you know, they're mm -hmm. afraid they're going to get cancer. And that's just not really all that practical. Right, right, um, right. Is right, it, 
I am curious because I, 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 I don't know, but um, is there, does it work in a negative way? That, I mean, generally, or is that something that's, you know, split in the community? Or, like, if you do oh. do the same thing in a negative way, like if you fixate on negative things happening to you, like not, not intentionally, but I just mean if you're worrying or things like that, or is it, or does it work that way? Uh, it, it, it will go both ways, you know, I mean, you can't, you know, uh, manifest a bunch of bad stuff on, onto another person, but a, a lot of where people have blockages when they're trying to manifest something is the constant thought that they don't have what they want. And so instead of thinking, you know, I have it and it's on its way, it's, I don't have it yet, I don't have it yet, and it, so they keep putting that... You know, they keep putting that thought out there, and the course, you know, what's corresponding with that is the lack of the thing they're trying to get, so... Which, that's that's really a skill that you put into practice. Um, which is why you kind of have to start, you know, start off with smaller things before you start, you know, saying, okay, now I'm gonna... Now I'm gonna move to New York, and I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be on Broadway. I'm gonna be the biggest person on Broadway. Right. Because you know, that, that can go either way. You can either take that as inspiration or continue to go, oh, it's not happening, it's not happening. You know, uh -huh. And then you give up or you miss opportunities because your entire perception is negative of what's going on. Right, right. You know? So it, it does t require a primarily positive perspective for it to work. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. But one thing that convinces me, though, about the whole thought process is uh, years ago there was a study that showed that uh, your thoughts produce um, a, a measurable energy. Like, we already knew there was electricity in the brain, but this was right. very, very interesting to me, mm -hmm. is, you know, they're measuring energy fields basically coming out of the human brain, you know. Like your thoughts were producing, you know, so I was like, okay, well that, and that was one plus for me when I did finally encounter law of attraction was, right. you know, this, this makes sense because of this. Most people, you know, may have never, you know, heard about that, that study. I mean, it came out mm -hmm. around, I want to say 2005, 2006. Right. So I was really young. So that was when I was first getting into hypnosis that I heard about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but that was a, that was a plus for me because I was like, well, if your thoughts produce energy and they're saying that your dominant thought being projected out, you know, into the universe will connect with the, you know, by law of correspondence or vibration connect with what you're trying to track, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, it would, you know, it makes sense that it would take time and it makes sense that you would eventually put your thoughts on the same frequency. Right, right. So... Whether it's, you know, because my personal school of thought, of course, is, uh, is is basically when you get into the actual law of vibration, the universe corresponding with itself. And is that just, a lot of it just makes sense to me when I look at how connected so many, you know, how everything, everything in the universe is. Mm -hmm. You know, I, that's where I kind of get, you know, the whole new age hippie thing from some people. Right, right. You know, um... Because to me, that whole school of thought just makes sense. Um, mm -hmm. I, you know, I do understand why a lot of people want to go straight into the subconscious, you know, the the, the hard science and um, 
Which I don't really care because, I mean, it, it works either way. It's just a matter yeah. of what your, your personal conviction and philosophy is. Right, right. Um, anyway, um, I don't know, do you have any more questions for me? Or? Um, well, go ahead, Ty. No, no, I, I was supposed to say I don't have anything right now. I can't think of anything, but go ahead, Matt. Um, I guess, um, I mean, it seems like, um, there is a lot to do with, you know, it seems like, um, there's obviously different schools of thought. So I guess this is more geared towards what your schools of thought are, or if there are disagreements or whatever, then I'm, I'm interested. But, so I do have a couple questions about just generally the process, maybe. Um, I guess one thing is, uh, that I was going to ask is, is it supernatural? Because... The idea of manifesting and altering reality, um, I mean, it, by definition of supernatural being something that doesn't, isn't within the natural law. So right. is this something that you consider, is this something you consider supernatural or do you not consider, or do you consider it? Well, I guess that's the basic um, question is, is it something you consider to be supernatural? Like I know, cause I know you did mention like, um, a lot of times the faith thing does play into it, which would be supernatural in that aspect, but I'm just curious where generally what you think about that. that. My general school of thought is that I, I view it as a part of how uh, God designed the universe. I view it as a tool that um, I, don't know, I, I don't necessarily view it as supernatural. And the, the reason for that is just Looking at um, the law of correspondence and how, you know, b bare minimum, what it is, is it's our subconscious uh, guiding us to a certain result. Um, okay. So I, I don't necessarily view it as, you know, there is some sort of spirit bringing it to you or, you know, because, I mean, if that was the case, it wouldn't require action. Um, yeah. It would just be some, you know, you would have things just appearing, you know, at your doorstep, you know, spontaneously, and, you know, I mean, I, I really believe in it, you know, for what it's called, and the, the result being attracted to you as a result of your thoughts and, you know, your dominant, you know, your dominant thoughts and actions, you know, put you kind of in a, a space where you kind of connect with the result that you want. Okay. Um, I, I guess one of the, I guess the the only thing that did sound strictly supernatural to me was the, the example you gave of find of finding the twenty dollars, because that would be, that sounds at least strictly supernatural. There's nothing you did to contribute to twenty dollars appearing on the sidewalk. So that sounds like a pure yeah manifestation of an alter altering of. I guess the question is, do you think that $20 would have been there either way? Whether you want, needed the $20 or not, do you think that $20 would still be on the sidewalk? Because that's the interesting question to me. Did you manifest the $20 or did you subconsciously, the law of attraction led you to the $20 that was already there? Uh, I, I think that's, you know, that's the million dollar question. I can't really answer that. Um, what I, I mean, what I can say, you know, it was probably through a series of, you know, 
what would be considered coincidences that it ended up there. And it, you know, that's why it would, it would, be, yeah. it would have been attracted. It wouldn't have, it didn't appear, but, you know, by a series of events, it would have, um, I guess I would, yeah. I would just say it ended up there by a coincidental series of events, um, you know, to anyone else. And, you know, so anyone else would have called it a coincidence, but, you know, because, yeah. you know, it's a subjective experience, to me it would be like, oh, well, yeah, I, I attracted that. I, yeah, you okay. Know. Yeah, because to me that's a, that's a huge difference if, if the idea of the $20 you actually manifested into reality. And I don't no. mean – yeah, because that's, that's a big difference to me uh, where it goes full supernatural, very hard to, to have any natural explanation to. I, I, to me, I'm, I'm definitely more drawn to the explanation of – even though it's a little – I mean obviously it's a little – all of it I, can, I think can be swayed in, in a direction that sounds kind of supernatural, but – I, I that that's a huge difference to me between you creating twenty dollars into the universe, or at least or even it appearing there, like it falls out of someone's pocket or something, and it wouldn't have if you didn't think positively. That there's a big difference between that to me, and then you, the twenty dollars is there; it's already on the sidewalk. You got a weird feeling to you know go down this street today, or for some reason you're paying attention, you know, like something like that. This, uh, I guess I guess those two guys you were talking yeah. about the big debate. I guess I would yeah. find the 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 guy who was saying that it's a subconscious thing much more credible in the natural world. Yeah, well, and none of it is really about it's something spontaneously coming into existence. Um, it is more you know it is literally it come, you know whatever is finds its way to you by whatever. Um, mm. By whatever series of events, um, it, you know. So you know, to me, it's not. Oh, you know, that it just randomly, you know, appeared there. It's probably something dropped out of somebody's pocket. Somebody left it there. You know, for whatever reason, it ended up there. Okay. Um, yeah, I see. You know. So, so well, and just to clarify, because I just to clarify this a little bit, not the like it literally appeared out of existence, but. Um, there's also, which is very similar to me. Do you think? Because because the the big thing to me that I that I have a hard time accepting is the your the 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 idea that you would be altering the physical universe without actually touching something. So the inspired action and all those things can make sense to me, but if you know if you're in in this uh, you know this this shitty living situation like you were talking about. And you're like, man, like I, you know, you're thinking very positively that you really need to, to get twenty dollars, or you really need money. And then, I guess the question to me is there, if you didn't do that, would that money still be there? And if you, and if you did, now the money, now the money is there. <clears throat> if you walked down the same sidewalk and everything played out exactly the same, but you didn't do the positive thinking. Because if you're saying that it, it wouldn't be there if you didn't do the positive thinking, then that suggests that you can physically alter the the physical universe um, with your thoughts, which is which goes full supernatural, and that's where I would be a little uh, as a, as opposed to the positive thinking idea of 
the twenty dollars is there, and something led you to that twenty dollars. Well, I mean, maybe I wouldn't have noticed it. That's you know. Right. I don't want to go yeah. with that perspective. Um, I, I think it has to do with the twenty dollars was already there, but you would have already. Yeah. You know, you were you were already going to pick it up. But I think I think what Evan's talking about is not you're not going to sit there and manifest it ma manifest something, um, you know I, I I would consider you know Inception being uh, a literal thing or you know something else because of the law of attraction. But I I, I don't think you can basically create something um, just just from your thoughts. Um, now he did say something about. Uh, when you're thinking something, bad thoughts or whatever, that you know, it's it, it could generate something. And I have known people, and I've seen well, not seen things, but I've heard about other people's experiences to where if they think they're sick, you know, they they become sick, mm -hmm. and it's 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 a real thing. And so, I I think this is basically I I know for me like when it comes to people who are trying to get out of a situation and yet they're all they're always seem to be stuck in the same same situation like i'm talking to a girl and she's you know not like talking like that but anyway i communicate with a girl and uh you know she's always having guy issues you know all the time same situation and it just never stops and i think you know she's obviously attracting something pretty dark um because of her thought process, you know, it's, that's kind of, I, don't, yeah. I, I hope I'm making some sense, but that's kind of what yeah. I'm. No, yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. You're, okay. you're just kind of talking about a perspective. Yeah. And that's the thing for, go ahead, Evan. There was a very interesting study, though. Um, this is, we're getting to quantum physics here. Uh, but basically, uh, I don't know if you, uh, you, you heard of the study where they were, they discovered that a particle will act differently until you're perceiving it. Now, yeah, the observation your, your, thing. Your literal yeah. perception can affect, uh, you know, particles on the quantum level. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. um, even uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson kind of gets into this. Um, so there is a lot of yeah. science behind the idea that our thoughts collectively uh, contribute to, you know, basically how the universe reacts to certain things you know mm -hmm. our perceptions and our you know so it's not like you have one person that has all this control over the universe it's just that our, our perception and how you know how we view things in our thought process and you know it could you know literally be affecting you know the part the, the universe on an atomic level so i mean there have been scientific studies about it in yeah. Years. Well, I, I yeah, I am familiar with the, the the observer effect in quantum physics. It is interesting. I don't know enough about quantum physics to necessarily relate the the two the two things to to that level. But um, that is an interesting idea, though. The idea because that is totally true. The the observing particles makes them react differently. So that I've actually never heard that. That is an interesting theory that we could be altering the universe in different ways just by the way we're viewing it. Yeah. Although that doesn't yeah, necessarily, it doesn't, I mean, I don't think the particles react differently if you're thinking positively or negative towards them, though. They just react that you're seeing them. And that's a little bit different than positive thinking, changing particles, or something like that. 
Well, maybe, and especially since positive and negative things are subjective, are human subjective thing. Uh, yeah, not physical they, things. Sort of, in a way. But the way you think about and view your life definitely um, has you like the the way you believe about your life determines how you live your life and how you react yeah. to to other people. Like, uh, for example. Um, I've been abused, you know, for nine years. And, uh, you know, when I was a kid, my stepdad would um, abuse me. And so getting, getting out of that, like he, he would always, there'd be, there'd, be, there'd be points where in my life he would make jokes. And because, you know, he was abusing me physically and mentally, I didn't understand the difference between when he was joking and when he was, you know, acting out of anger. And so mm. knowing that and understanding that definitely has an impact on the way I react to normal people who aren't trying to be mean. They are just literally joking. And so when yeah. you know, I'm sitting there playing a game with my next door neighbor and she's like, you suck, doesn't mean that I actually suck. It's just, it's just a joke. Right. And so, yeah, and I've had to constantly well, change my mind and relearn that yeah i i that's the thing here's the thing and i want to be clear because i you know before i say anything else about it um i, I don't ha really have anything against um the law of attraction or someone having that thing because it, it, just like uh Rada said it you know it, it doesn't really matter whether mm -hmm. it is supernatural or not supernatural or whether the 20 dollars appeared there or whether you just noticed it subconsciously. If people right. are having more positive lives because of that, so because my mm -hmm. personal viewpoint is there's nothing supernatural. I don't think anything is being manifested. Um, I don't think the universe is physically changing. Right. Um, I think I think the twenty dollars is there, and because you know Evan, you know, really needs money, he's going to notice the twenty dollars. And even right. if it is a coincidence, uh, you know, that's perfectly within the realm of probability. So, um, but now there obviously the other perspective could be that $20 wouldn't have been there, you know, except for the fact that Evan with inspired action and, and positive thoughts right. basically manifested this $20 there. Either way, the results the same. He now has $20, you know, and so, but I just think it's purely perspective. But I'm not. Actually, I'm not denouncing it as far as, you know, saying that it, it's some bad thing because I don't really see too negative, other than like what you were saying with people going too far, where, you know, they end up having mental issues. But I would rather call it uh, more of an affirmative thought process. Um, a lot of people, you know, they they call it, you know, just positive thinking, and that, and I think there's more to it. Um, because of the level that you're changing your perception when you're trying to draw certain things into your life, it's it's more of a form of affirmative thinking. But sorry, I think I lost my train of thought here. Um, I mean, as far as whether or not it's supernatural, um, my personal view is just kind of well, that it's irrelevant because in, you know in, when put into practice, it's worked for me and it's worked for several people you know so yeah. the scientist you know and there's really no other 
there's very few other things I would say this about, but the scientific reasoning um, is a lot less irrelevant because of the fact that you have three or four different schools of thought that are all three using the same method and have a different explanation, but they're getting the same result. Yeah. So that's, you know, the argument is always, you know, the argument is all just in why or how. Right, yeah, that's yeah been, exactly. And, yeah. And that's been raging since you go back as far as the 20s and 30s, and you have some of the earliest books about uh, what they didn't call it this. They didn't call it at the time, but what we now call the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of people debating whether it was God, whether it was the universe, whether it was your subconscious. Right. And but in all of those communities, they have all every one that I've researched. They use a very similar set of methods to get these kind of results and that's that's what has always fascinated me um yeah i, I mean i think the 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 main where it where it actually can do harm the only area it goes into harm is it's sort of like it's like makeup right Ma there's nothing wrong with selling makeup um there's nothing wrong with having a business where you have employees that are salesmen that, that sell makeup but you have you also have things like mary Kay, which mary Kay is a pyramid scheme so mm -hmm. there are definitely, and, and with the, the book, The Secret, for instance, um, which I consider The Secret to be the worst of Law of Attraction, I think it's, it's exactly, you know, the full bullshit spectrum of just think really hard and things will happen for you. Right. Um, but here's the other problem with the thing like The Secret is when you have seminars and you have, you know, pay for this, pay for this web series and I'll give you exclusive, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I'll show you exclusively how to make your life better with Law right. of Attraction and, and pay this amount of money to come, you know, buy my DVD and, and come to my thing. It, it's, that's the reason why I think people are so speculative of, of Law of Attraction is it is very close to a lot of other bullshit things. So I okay. actually think inherently there's not, there's not an issue, obviously, with, you know, thinking – thinking positively and even though I mean I, I'm a very strong advocate for the scientific method I don't right. like the contradiction of I don't like the contradiction of uh, yes here's the scientific method and here's the scientific evidence backing backing um, law of attraction while also saying that there's supernatural elements that would be total anti-scientific uh, method so but the the so I, I me personally I'm I'm a big advocate of of the scientific method and you know the the objective world, right. um, but that aside I don't really care that much if people don't want to adhere to those those you know those objective uh, hmm. science viewpoints if they're having a more positive life because they're thinking positively fine, but there definitely is air, room for harm when it comes to people selling. You know, people selling books and come see my seminar or whatever. You know, right. buy my things. There, you know, there's definite. There, you're taking advantage of people at that point, and yeah. it's not. You know, and it's just not that far off from a lot of other things, right? Bullshitty things yeah. where people take advantage. So that's my concern. Yeah. Um, well, is where can it go in that direction? Especially now, where uh, basically all the resources you need are freely available on YouTube, pretty much. Um, and a lot of the, the big people in the game right now um, have been putting their stuff out for free lately. I mean, you can go and buy a book if you want. 
It's yeah. mostly going to be from the, I can't remember her name, but the writer of The Secret, or you'll find compendiums from Abraham Hicks or, mm-hmm. you know. Right. But uh, there's not a lot of people in the community anymore that are, that are trying to sell you a product. Uh, basically because of that, because I can get on YouTube and I can find any kind, any amount of tips and methods for free, and it's going to be basically the same shit that was in a book 50 years ago. So, um, I think most of the time when people are going and buying books about it, they're, I mean, you, you probably buy one book and you realize it and you start just going back to the internet to find all your stuff. But, yeah. But what, what yeah. one of the things that attracted me to it was the fact that you can't pay anybody to do it better for you. You have to learn how to properly get yourself in the mindset to get your results. And anyone that anyone that's being truthful on the internet will tell you that. So it's not Oh, that was Oh, go ahead. It's never about what they can do for you. It's about what you can do for yourself and you know, they'll guide you in that direction but they you can't pay some guy to go and sit and meditate and draw something into your life cuz I mean, rule number 1 of the law of attraction is you can't create someone else's reality for them. Right. You can't draw things into them. Draw I, things I did them. have a question about that. Um, there's, as far as the the basic the the kind of physics idea of this of of changing things. Um, why can't you? Why why couldn't you manifest things in other someone someone else's life? Uh, that would be because of their dominant thoughts. Um, they have to choose to accept it. You would have to, you would have to convince you know convince them to change I guess change their perspective and want to bring mm-hmm. that into their life. So they have to decide. Which really I'd say the the main issue there. I'll just go ahead and get into it. It's one of the most common issues I see online and forums all the time is people that are trying to use it for relationships and they have a specific person in mind and they're constantly trying to draw this particular person but they don't nobody comes out and tells them well you can't use this for mind control it doesn't you know it doesn't work that way you know there, but there's all kinds of debate about it and i mean you you might get yourself in a situation where you have more opportunities to meet up with somebody or hang out with them but this, there's this whole push whole thing that a lot of people do where they're trying to draw what they call their specific person in and that's I just call that the prime example of people trying to manifest someone else's reality um, you know that, that it's a very common very common thing that people do uh, but I, I think the big issue that, that you're getting at is um, you know, basically, law of attraction is such—it's an experience, and it's kind of, kind of a journey. It's—it's it's all subjective to the individual that decides to practice it as a philosophy. You know, we'll just—I guess we'll just call it a philosophy for now. Mm. So, it's very difficult to prove it scientifically. It, so anybody that you that is radical because you know, there's the people that think it's bullshit and the people that are into it are usually really into it and 
both of those things are based off of either it's either I didn't try it, you know, and I think it's bullshit, or I tried it and it didn't work, or I tried it and it's working, it works for me and it's still working, and that's why I'm, you know, I'm preaching this to everybody. That's why I'm telling everybody to try it, because it was, you know, they kind of, you know, put the work in and figure out, figured out what worked for them and kind of, you know, things started happening and working for them, and now there's, you know, because it, it really does get very exciting. You really do want to start telling people, yeah, you know, that it works, and get bringing other people in so they can kind of help their lives and improve their overall quality of life with it. So that's you know, right. it's too radical. You know, um, I do think there is there are certain scientific studies that are showing evidence for it, mm -hmm. but I think it'll be a very long time before we can objectively scientifically prove the whole thing. You know, prove or disprove it. Well, we can scientifically prove that perspective makes a difference. I mean, I mean I've mentioned this before, um, well, not on this podcast, but, uh, you know, they, they, there's, it's pretty easy studies that people who believe things happen for a reason mm -hmm. uh, are much happier people, like, right? So we, are, we can scientifically look at it, and we do know that perspective will change, you know, your life. If you're looking at everything in a positive way, I mean, it's not much different than, you know, a lot of the things are kind of just classic hit and miss things like, uh, you know, where it gets similar to like horoscopes or something where, you know, if I'm, if my life sucks and I'm, I'm poor at the moment and I need money and, you know, there are a number of different ways that all of a sudden money could show up. But if I'm like, man, I really need $20, you know, maybe someone loans me $20, maybe my mom, maybe I get a birthday card in the mail, maybe I find $20 on the sidewalk. That's just my positive perspective going, holy crap, that was because I thought positively, um, you know, as opposed to if you were thinking negatively, you might just be like, I, I hope this works. I hope this $20, I mean, I don't know if this $20 is going to last very long, you know. So to me, it's just, I think it's almost already clean cut to me, just very obviously just a perspective thing. Um, I don't know that there would even... You know, I, I don't know what the arguments are that it's not just a perspective thing, like a positive perspective. Um, so, it, you know, it's I don't know that there's anything that needs to be even too re revealed as far as, you know, some unseen thing yeah. that we're seeing, because I, I don't know. But like I said, I don't, I don't exactly know what your exact perspectives are on it, if you see it as a supernatural thing or if you just see it as a positive thinking thing that's a subconscious well, the, the reason I think there's more to it is the fact that, I mean, I've had other situations where a series of events have taken place that I couldn't, I, I really couldn't explain why. It, it was just too many coincidences, you know. Um, you know, the whole, the, uh, the thing with the improv, you know, that led me to so many different things that I was trying to, you know, that I had been trying to do over the years, different uh, artistic opportunities that I had never had before. Like, I started getting into, that was where I met the guy that got me into stand-up. That was where uh, I met the people that got me into, you know, getting my first IMDb. I, so, uh, and those were all, you know, separate events that just led to, 
a lot of different, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's perspective, but there were a lot of coincidences in between that I just, I don't know, I, I, a lot of times I've hit roadblocks where I just couldn't find my way out, you know, where I had all kinds of dead-end projects, and so, I don't know, for me, it's just, I don't know, having a bunch of people have similar experience and similar, uh, I guess I would say symptoms when they start trying it, Mm -hmm. you know, um, things yeah. like, I mean, cause one thing I want to get into really is synchronicities. Um, that, that's a big thing that, um, that, that's where people kind of start getting into the supernatural realm, but you start seeing a lot of just odd things like repeating numbers or, uh, you, you were thinking about a, you know, there's some specific phrase going through your head all day. And some random guy that you ran into it starts up a conversation about the subject you were thinking about. And you don't even know the guy, you know. You don't know him from Adam. Yeah. You know, and then, and then that, you know, that leads into, you know, oh, he happens to he happens to work at a place where you, you know, we're trying you know, we're trying to apply to get a job, and there's been just a lot of stories like that with people just. Yeah, yeah. They have a series of five it's, or six coincidences. So for it's it's sorry, go ahead. I, I very much think it is mostly subconscious, but there are different aspects to that where it's like I can't you know, I can't explain away every coincidence, you know, everything just as pure coincidence or perception because of the amount of things that the amount of moving parts that took place for this particular event to happen. Man, it's so that, the the thing is, it's it's so tough for me because yeah. that's it, where my hang-up is. Yeah, I see what you mean, far. and I I and that's the toughest part is the subjective part where obviously I don't know exactly what you experienced, but the the reason why it gets so and so so hard for me as a skeptic, and not a skeptic in a biased way, I I don't. Like I said, I, I, I mean, even some of the scientific stuff you're saying is really interesting to me, like the, the observer effect and things like that. The problem is the more you talk about it, the more I see the similarities with a lot of other things like Bigfoot and ghosts and all and things like that, where it at the end of the day, it all comes down to a subjective experience that someone had. And the idea of the synchronicity thing, I mean, that's the, you know, you're thinking of something all day, so all of a sudden someone brings it up. Uh, I I was I was wanting to get a better job, you know. Recently, I worked at a job and I needed more money and I needed a better job. Um, and I'd been thinking about it throughout the week. I met my friend at a, a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a, a long time. Probably hadn't seen him in like two years. Shows up in the coffee shop, and is talking about he has this job and it makes a lot of money, right? But the thing was that could have happened if I wasn't looking for a job and I wouldn't have noticed it. So that's, that's, I mean, I mean, this is part of like the magic stuff, you know, in the hip, in the, you know, cold readings and stuff. It's, uh, that's what it is. It's hits and misses. So if you're thinking about people might mention family guy all the time and you're not thinking anything of it. And then all of a sudden you're like, thinking of a specific something from family guy that you thought was really funny and then all of a sudden you're gonna notice when people say family guy now because that's what's on your mind so part of it is just what you're picking up but anyway you you can understand where my hang-up is on the opposite side where 
it's very tough seeing the similarities between a lot of other things that that are all kind of the same kind of thing. It's a lot of the same tricks, you know. Um, yeah. Now, I'm not yeah. saying that Law of Attraction is a trick, but, you know, and my only thing about it is is the is really just the supernatural stuff. That's the only hang up I have. As far as seeing it as a guide for how you live your life and a, a positive thing thing, I don't have any issues with that. Yeah, well, and I mean, I completely understand you know, anybody disagreeing with it or you know having that perspective um, because you know to me, I I don't. I, I don't see a need to uh, try to prove the high and wild the whole of everything just because of the fact that these methods have worked for me. It's interesting to look into the mechanics of it all, but it, you know, you know, like I said before, every school of thought is following the same philosophy and getting the same result. Uh, right. And there's been endless, I mean, I've been on the internet and just seen endless debates on what the theory is behind how it works and why they think it, you know, it's a particular way. So, I mean, it's, that's why, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I could ever, you know, ever prove, you know, law of vibration to somebody. I think that it's always going to be something that people are always going to have to experience. You know, you're going to have to experience the law yeah. of attraction to, and decide whether or not it's, you know, it's, is it real to you? Is it something that you want to, something that you yeah. want to invest I, time I, in? I think that's where we can totally agree is it doesn't, it doesn't really matter whether it's supernatural or not or whatever. If, if the method, if you're doing some certain method and it works and your life is better for it, then... I can't. I, I don't. I don't gripe. So I. I. I want to be clear. Like obviously, I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm a skeptical person typically, and so, you know, I'm. I'm. I obviously lean that direction. But I want to be. I want to clarify. I. I hope I'm not trying. I'm definitely not trying to approach this in any kind of like, skeptical way of like, this is stupid and people shouldn't do this and it's dumb and it's like no. Like I'm totally okay with people doing it. Like, and I could see myself utilizing some of it. Even though I'd view it from a different perspective, that's kind of what's interesting. That's the thing that I think was, if I say, I mean, just to say something positive about it, and or in defense of it, I might say, um, you know, maybe from skeptics is like I said, uh, you know, when I mentioned the Mary Kay thing, I think there's some in, there's some inherent good thing, really good things to this law of attraction, and. Um, you know, I, I think people probably shouldn't knock the entire thing, you know, because clearly, I mean, I, I mean, I guess you could, from what, from what I've heard from you, I could have my very hard science beliefs and very skeptical beliefs and still practice the, the I mean, as far as I can tell, like, there's enough room within the law of attraction that I could even practice it without having to believe anything supernatural or, or that there's more to it. <laughs> Um, so in that case, I, I, I definitely, I just want to clarify that I, I, I hope I'm not trying to attack law of attraction in general. And I was really just exploring certain ideas more than I would, yeah, it, you know, I'm not trying to denounce the whole thing. And I, I think a good guy for that would be, if you wanted to go that route would be Neville Goddard. He's, he was the guy that, 
really push the uh, subconscious aspect of it more than anything. Um, but I mean, really, okay. the, the the basic mindset of it is you would um, you know you you know you can write it down. You can do which. I don't do this. Well, some people have, you know, they have their vision boards, they have their writing, there's meditation, affirmations and things. And really, you get yourself into the mindset mm -hmm. that you already have whatever it is you're trying to get. You know, and that that's the, the top basic belief of the whole thing. And is, whether you do that by hypnotizing yourself or, you know, making it your subconscious or you have a belief that the it's the universe uh, shifting you know, whatever it is you want to you, it doesn't matter because the, the mindset is what matters. Um, and, you know, you could explain that mindset just any number of ways, you know, why, you know, my subconscious kind of guided me to this opportunity or the, the, the universe put these events in sync for this to happen for me or, um, you know, or, you know, God showed this to me and led me to it. There's, there's a million explanations, but it's all one mindset. You know, it's just the mechanics of how and why. And that's what, you know, that's what people have, all, you know, always want to, that's the main debate, you know, even within the law of attraction community. Right. But everybody's still divided on that. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's totally cool to have that, you know, that, that the skeptic idea of why, because most people in the community don't, you know, they, they would never objectively say this is why this works. They would just say this right. is why I believe it works. Right. So, uh, but, you know, that's that's why I took it as something to kind of add to, you know, just my personal religious beliefs because I was like, well, I just kind of view this as a tool that, you know, God gave humanity to be able to live a fuller life. Right. You know, it's it's something that I can, you know, add to my faith and I can use it as something, you know, <clears throat> I guess I would say more effective, uh, mm -hmm. gives me more peace of mind than just using prayer for everything, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot, of, a lot of Christians that get into it have that same perspective of it's more effective than just prayer. When I go and I do this meditation, I get myself mm. in the mindset that this is going to be okay and it'll work out. Right. Yeah, so, and I definitely think that that would be something that I, I definitely would be concerned about. Um, or the thing that th there is definitely, from what I've seen, there definitely are schools of thought and law, law of attraction that really are, you just sit and think really hard that you want. It's, it's you know, there it is almost like genie in a bottle kind of thing. And that is something that I, I imagine, from what it sounds like, to you, it sounds like uh, inspired action is very important. That'd be something. That is something that concerns me. Is is seeing people who really do this, like thing of okay, I can just sit inside and put up these little dream boards that show the things I want, and never actually take any steps towards it, and just hope that it'll happen because I hope hard enough. Yeah, and that's the main thing that everybody uh, leaves out, or not everybody, a lot of people. Yeah, uh, and that's where I've gotten irritated several times with certain YouTubers. Is um, <clears throat> it's like, oh, I'm just thinking positively. All this great stuff's going on, and you know, I never have to do. Like, and then three to six months later, you know, 
they haven't gotten what they wanted and they're just like, oh, I'm still open and, you know, I'm doing all my, it's like, well, how many opportunities did you have to act and speed, you know, this process along or actually get what it is you're claiming you're trying to get, you know, you're trying to manifest, you know, because there are a lot of people, action never comes up once ever when they're trying to talk about how it works or trying to help people do it more effectively. Mm-hmm. And then you have other guys that are like, like yeah, because this opportunity came up and I took this action and this step and this, you know, now I got what I wanted. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's not one, you know, it's, it's not like Amazon.com where you just get on and go, okay, I, I have this, I'm going to get it. And you just think really hard and, oh, look what I got. Right. No, it's, it, I, I've never, I, I, I've actually never heard of, you know, very rarely do I ha- hear anybody say anything where they got anything fulfilling out of the law of attraction and they sat on their ass and nothing happened. You know, it's something just major came to them. It was always, right, yeah. it was always a series of opportunities. And that's kind of where I get into the coincidences and the, you know, what I, what I would call synchronicities were just a certain series of events happened where you kept taking the opportunity and you got the result you wanted, mm-hmm. you know? As yeah. opposed to, you know, you know, maybe, you know, a certain thing, you know, a certain object showed up. Maybe you perceived it, you know, your perception was right to see it or not. Um, you know, it's, it's usually some small minor thing that's not even worth talking about, you know. That, you know, you supposedly manifested in your life. But um, by and large... Anything major, when they start getting to, well, this is my heart's desire, it always came comes down to action, or the person has a lot of frustration because it's not working quick enough, because they aren't taking the opportunities, and they give it up, and they call it bullshit. So, I mean, call it what you will. Um, one one guy that I really admire, uh, who is a, he's a hypnotist and NLP practitioner, and everything he does is... Uh, scientifically proven, right? Uh, you know, and you know, with uh, NLP, you know, you get into some. There's some odd terminologies because they, you know, you know, he mentions energy, which is it's more metaphorical. Right. Mm-hmm. You get into you know energy with law of attraction. When you're talking about you know your energy, it's well, this is. You know, some chemical feeling in your body, but it feels like energy. So metaphorically, you know, you know, I'm putting my, you know, I'm projecting my thoughts and my energy out into the universe to draw this to me. You know, and that's an exercise that he does, knowing full well that what he's doing is using his subconscious. So I mean, he does that with uh, his NLP practices for people that have trauma. Mm-hmm. He has them do a physical exercise with, you know, where he. Uh, manipulates what you call the uh, the holographic nervous system, and, and then, you know that all gets into how your mind stores information, and you know because you know your body has you know certain feelings for different things, right? You know, and you know a lot of people look at that as energy, like this is yeah, this is the energy of the you know I'm I'm moving my energy to this or that or mm-hmm. um you know and you you can use that as a mental exercise too yeah you know he'll he'll pain and trauma i mean you're not literally moving some sort of electrical ball of energy around 
Right. You know, you're doing a mental, you know. So, but yeah, he's someone, he's very, uh, this particular guy, I'm going to, I guess I'll plug him. His name's uh, David Snyder. And I actually got into him for NLP instead of Law of Attraction. So I was watching his stuff before I got into it, which it surprised me as hardcore, you know, as a hardcore scientist that he was into it. But mm-hmm. uh, his whole, a lot of his perspective is literally how your subconscious, you know, your perception of your subconscious controls the reality that you live. Because right, your yeah. reality is mostly what's going on in your mind, mm-hmm. you know. There's external reality, and that's you know what is scientifically proven, what everyone else can objectively perceive and know to be true. But then there's what is uh, known and true to you, and that's because of your perspective and personal experience and what the life that you're personally living. And I think that's really what it's always going to come down to with law of attraction. Right. Um, I, I, you know. Yeah. So this. That's that's. Go ahead. I was gonna say that's why I completely understand when people get into it and they get into the specifics of you know how it's working or the the what and why and everything because you know it's it's an object it's a subjective experience that you're having and that's I'll be the first person to admit that if any you know if someone were to bring it up it's like yeah but it's increasing my quality of life and I'm not hurting anyone else. Right, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to, say, a faith healer that tells you he's going to cure your cancer, you mm-hmm. know, with a prayer, and you end up dying six months later because you didn't get your treatment. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, that... that you know, it's just that open and honest idea that I would say a lot of people that are into it have of it's a totally personal experience. It's completely personal to me, and you know, I'm sharing it with you because this is this is working for me, and I want other people to better their lives. That that is really that's what that's really what draws me to it. Kind of keeps me uh, in the community is just the fact that. You know, most most of the time, people are very honest about that. Right. Yeah. You know, that this is this is the the reality that I'm living, and this is my perception and what I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, so this has you know, a it, lot it, to do. Um, definitely. Have you ever you've ever you've met someone, right? And you just like, um, uh, you wonder why they're stuck in the same situation like over and over. Correct. Yeah. Does that have well, to do with I, that I a little bit too? It, it does a little bit, actually. Um, if you really want to get into it, um, actually, I might do it. I might have to do an NLP show sometime. But okay. a lot of that gets into your your subconscious thoughts and beliefs, you know. Okay. And what you know, which again, someone would would call you know law of attraction. It's your your dominant thoughts and beliefs, or the subconscious patterns that you aren't able to break are keeping you in this right. particular lifestyle, and you, you know. Yeah. And a lot of law of attraction uh, meditations kind of help you break that cycle. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, if I got into that just from a psychological perspective, that's that would have a lot to do with people's uh, subconscious uh, blockages and their dominant thoughts and what 
There's gotta we gotta point out the fact that there's a lot of biology in that though. So yeah, I mean to say <clears throat> I don't I wouldn't want to put it out there that it's all that. If someone's in a shitty place in life, if they just think differently or think more positive, they'll change it. Um, people who have addiction, for instance, that's very biological, you know. So. Oh well, yeah. I just, no, I'm. Just, I don't want. Don't want to put out any harmful information that law of attraction could solve. You know, some well, certain no. life situations. No, uh, I mean, law of attraction is not. I mean, it's not a cure for that for trauma or uh, addiction or anything like that. Um, I mean, if you wanted to get in, you know. Trauma and subconscious patterns, if and you want to just go all mental and stay away from medication, then I, I would say your best bet would be going to someone that does, uh, that practices hypno hypnotherapy, you know? Um, now they're not, those people are not certified doctors. I'm going to leave that disclaimer. But if you have somebody that is a purist like that, that's, the law of attraction will help you. You'd want to try hypnotherapy before you, or at, I would say after you've had some other type of treatment that didn't work for you. But, you know, that's that'd be my disclaimer. So, but I'd say a lot of people. Are you just talking about harmful patterns in relationships, or um, where they keep, you know, they're just kind of stuck in poverty and keep making the same mistakes over and over? Or are you talking about hardcore addictions and trauma? James. Nah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, I I was just talking about just in general when you see the the same same per or when you see the person uh, stuck in the same situation like all the time because I've definitely experienced that um, looking at other people and so it's not necessarily. Uh, I I always thought that that had to do with lo the law of attraction. So, uh, um, you know, you can not you probably just could. obviously being attracted to people in general, but you know. Yeah, I'll I'll begrudgingly say, um, because of the subconscious aspect that might be part of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I think a lot of it is, if you're raised in a certain environment, um, your your subconscious is going to make it more comfortable to, for you to repeat certain patterns. Um, okay, you know, that, okay. that's something that uh, psychology has, has, has proven that, right. um, okay. that, that you, uh, when you can be predisposed to something subconsciously and not realize that you're even repeating a pattern over and over again, or realize it, but stick with it because it's comfortable. Right. You know, because a lot of people, you know, complain about dating the same person with a different face. Yes. Um, <laughs> or, you know... The, uh, a lot of times when you have people that have what they call the poverty mentality, which mm -hmm. there's a lot of debate around that, but there, you know, there's a lot of psychological aspects to our everyday lives that I guess you don't really think about because you're not really taught about it. Right. You know? Um, I definitely think, uh, I could definitely see some of that being effective, um, well, where it could affect the mentality part there is you definitely do see people, like, I think the sick thing, that's definitely true. I, I definitely see people who, 
they constantly talk about how they're sick. And I, I mean, that's more of a mind thing. Like, obviously, we know placebos work and things like that. So, mm-hmm. I, but there, I mean, I, you, we all know the pe- person who's like, oh, I feel like I'm getting sick again. I always get sick this time of the month, or I always get sick every couple of weeks, or, or whatever. And it's like, yeah. they almost self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. But I think a lot of life stuff like that is just wisdom. I mean, most people are being positive. I, some of the people I know, like I know, I mean, I was just talking to a friend of mine in a terrible situation mm-hmm. and she's a, like one of the most positive people I know. And yeah. part of it is just her not making wise decisions because she thinks, you know, like for instance, in a relationship, it's like you could be really positive and, and, and be, you know, and end up in a really shitty situation because you're, you know, you're not being wise. You know, someone could be really positive and try to win the lottery and they could waste all their money on lottery tickets, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, statistically improbable. So it's like, I don't know that I think in a lot of life situations, I don't know how the I don't know that it could really affect it because your mentality, your positive thinking or manifestation could affect it because a lot of positive people are the ones who are in shitty situations because you know, I don't know that there's a direct correlation, I guess is what I'm saying, because I've just witnessed firsthand yeah. people who are positive all the time and are in shitty situations just because they don't make good life choices. And right. it doesn't have yeah. to do with their their positivity or negativity. Right. Well, and uh, that's uh, that's of course, that's getting into your uh, the issues of your uh, your what you're predisposed to do. I would I would say so, you know, a lot of people. They can't figure out why they keep making the same mistakes. Right. And they're following a pattern that is basically just comfortable for them. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know, you can attribute a lot of that. They're just subconsciously predisposed to this, these particular choices because they've done it over and over again, oh, or yeah. they've seen, their, they saw their parents do it over and over again, and that um, requires, you know, some sort of a way to get over that on a subconscious level. Right. Um, right. Right. You know, or, you know, you, you can start, ba- you know, you make start making conscious choices to change it, no matter how uncomfortable it is, and you form a new habit. Mm-hmm. You know, so, say, so a lot of I guess that, well, I was about to um, say, maybe you're about to answer it, but I was going to say, okay. that actually brings up a good question. Within the law of attraction community, is there a lot of encouragement about that sort of thing? Because I, that's something that I didn't really think about till now, but there is the idea there of, like, just being positive and wanting to manifest things that you think are good because there's things in your life where you might think this is a good thing that you want and it's not right well, yeah. And that, 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 yeah well that, that goes back to what i said earlier where you um, you get what you ask for but you don't always get what you want okay and it's you know you you really think you want this thing you think it's good for you and then you get it and you find out that it was total shit and it was a bad decision and you know, so it, it'd be a continuous learning experience. But I'd say a lot of people that are in a lot of people in the law of attraction circle are very much into self improvement. Like it's, it's it's an aspect to their lifestyle that they've added, and they're continuously trying to get better. Um, and those are of course always the ones that see results with the law of attraction because they're they're bettering themselves, and it's new practices they brought in their life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people that it's not working for, you know, they are positive, well, they're not, 
taking the actions or changing the patterns in their life to make it possible for whatever it is they're trying to get to come to them or for them to get to what it is that they want. So yeah, it's not necessarily always positive thinking. It comes down also to... Action. You make action, making the right choices, changing your patterns. Um, so, it, okay. it, I mean, you know, the, the bare minimum, you know, your thoughts produce your reality is that's part of it, but there's also, you know, there's a lot of action aspects to it. You know, that's why it's viewed a lot more as a philosophy than, than magic, the, I would say. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, say um, you're, you've never picked up a guitar and you want to be a rock star, you yeah. know? And you're just spending all your time moping around about how you're not a rock star, you know, and you bought the guitar but you never play it, right. you know? Mm -hmm. Or you've never gone to an open mic or you've never started a band or you never played a show. Right. You're, you know, and you're expecting someone to bring a contract to you. Well, you've never taken the action, and even if you got the opportunity to sign a million-dollar record label, you didn't practice, so you still suck ass. Yeah. So, you know, you can't perform <laughs> on the level that you would need to be able to have that in your life. You're not ready for it. Right, right, right. So, you know, that's, that's why I think it's more prudent for most people to view it as a philosophy of self you know, <clears throat> Mm -hmm. A philosophy of self-betterment, you know? Yeah. If it, especially if you're someone that's always trapped in the same pattern. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, me personally, I changed a good amount of personal patterns. Mm -hmm. And kind of had, you know, you know, and I attribute it to the process of the law of attraction. Maybe not necessarily the law of vibration or anything, but as I was, right. you know, started doing my meditations and doing the exercises, certain things started coming up in my mind, like, I got to change this or this shit's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So, and that was, have a lot of the, you know, some of the bigger things, the, the better experiences that I've had that I've, that I would attribute to the law of attraction happened because I readied myself and prepared and pushed myself through the uncomfortable parts of it. Right. You know? But I still had the mindset of like this is like like this is going to happen. So and I, I don't know anybody that practices it and doesn't do that that has any kind of decent results, you know. Right. But, okay. But I mean wow. I was gonna say if I mean I would say if you wanted to get into it tomorrow you know, or you want to turn this off and you want to try out the law of attraction, I would, you know, just look up the exercises and start doing them. You know, I, I wouldn't make any claims or promises to anybody about what it will or will not do. So on, I know that's on kind top, of what we're debating is, so is on top you know, of does it work? Right, right, right. Um, so on top of a mindset, it's, it's a lot of meditating or like... Well, how does this? Because it the way the way it sounds is it sounds like it's just uh, like I I mean it, it sounds you know I don't know it, it just sounds like a law like like gravity is a law yeah. but then you're talking about it as if you know you practice it and so that's that's I think for me what is well, kind of confusing. It, Go ahead. Yeah. The reason it is called the law of attraction is because. It is considered to always be active, whether you're conscious of it or not. 
your thoughts, your choices, and all that will attract certain things into your life, whether you're conscious of the existence of that law or not. That's the main reason why they call it the law of attraction, as opposed to, you know, the philosophy or the practice of attraction. Okay. Because, okay. You, know, it, you know, and that holds true whether any of these schools of thought are, are right or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's more of the conscious, you know, you're conscious of this and you're making this choice and you're doing these exercises to produce this result. Right, um, right. You know, so, I mean, I would say there, there's, you know, and if you want to really get into, if you want me to get into what the exercises are, or... Yeah. It, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, I they're, like that's, that's what I'm yeah. interested in is the kind of more, I mean, I guess it's more specific, but kind of what... Yeah what the yeah. typical things you do are yeah. well uh, I've seen I've seen a plethora of different exercises that people do um, from you know there's the vision board I'll start with that because that's the one that's the stereotypical one but, um, basically with the vision board what you're doing is you're taking the pictures of everything you want and you put them on a poster board or on a bulletin board or something and you look at that every day to remind you of what your goal is. Okay, that's usually one of the first things people do. Okay. Um, another method is you put every, you know, you write everything down on a list, and you know, you kind of you focus your intentions on it for so much time a day. Or um, some people, uh, they take their law of attraction journal and they log their progress if it's something really big that they're trying to get. Um, so there's a lot of, there's also uh, what they call the uh, 555 method where people, and I, I haven't tested this one, um, people mm. are saying it's really like it's, it's helping them out, but basically right. you write, um, uh, you write an affirmation down 55 times, five times a day, and that gets supposedly gets these people into the, the mindset or whatever. I don't, I haven't practiced it. Okay. Um, it's, it's fairly new. I don't know uh, exactly when it, it just suddenly became popular on the internet. So, but that sounds it, really, you know, really good. I like that yeah. one. Okay. Um, there's, there are also meditations. There's a lot of meditations uh, of different mm -hmm. types. Where, um, you know, ranging from anywhere between mm. five minutes to an hour, you know, that people sit and, you know, which, you know, like, uh, there's the, um, of course, there's, they have self-hypnosis, you know, or hypnosis that you can look up, and there are people that use, um, let's see here. Uh, there are some. There are people that use uh, subliminal messaging. They just they put on music and it's got subliminal messages, or mm -hmm. they play that when they sleep. And um, the, the effectiveness of all these is, of course, subjective because I, I mean right. I haven't tried all of these. Um, what I normally do is I go through a meditation if I can every day from okay. you know fifteen to fifteen to twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. And that's mainly because I've been doing it long enough that it doesn't take me as long to get into the mindset. Right. Um, okay. I mean, start, you know, 
if you're in a mindset where you're doing the meditations and you're doing it mm -hmm. three, four hours a day and you're constantly going back to it and redoing it because it wasn't good enough, right. you're not in the right mindset and you need to, I don't know, you need to kind of change your perspective in probably a different way. Right. Um, okay. That makes sense. What, but, yeah. What, but uh, there's what I call the Tony Robbins method, though. Um, the hour of power. Mm -hmm. And that is, it's literally an hour-long ritual that some people do, um, where they go to their journal, and they write, they write stuff down. They do an hour uh, or twenty minutes of uh, meditation or uh, affirmation. Or affirmations is the one I forgot. But they do twenty minutes of affirmations or meditation or something where they focus and visualize what it is they want, and they spend the rest of it um, just writing out their goals and what they're going to do, what their new insights are with their, you know, their the state of mind they're in. And that one, that's the one that a lot of people back in the early 2000s were saying was like just the the best thing you could do. But okay. in, in my experience, to me, I don't always have an hour every day to do all that crap. So right, <laughs> you know, that that was why that was why I didn't practice it. But no. Um, so I've heard of the hour of power, and then the affirmation sounds really good. And then I've also heard of the uh, the thing where you you know um, either write or picture what your goal is and put it on the wall. Yeah. So I thought that yeah. one, yeah. And I mean, affirmations. You know, it's literally just you repeating, uh, you know, over and over again what your goal is. Mm -hmm. um, to yourself, you know, you, some people say you gotta say it out loud. Other people just do it mentally. You know, right. it, it depends on your school, your school of thought. And the five-five-five method is just that in written form, basically. Um, and you can, of course, do a combination where you write your goals down, then you meditate over it, or you do your affirmations. You know, so a lot of people mix it up, and uh, but okay. I wouldn't say there's, I can't say there's any one method that doesn't work. Right. I can just say what what does work for me because I know okay. other people swear by a lot of those methods that I mentioned. So, I mean, because <laughs> th 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 there's a reason that certain ones are so popular. It's kind of how right. I would, you know, like because you know there be there's thousands of people that are that I are coming up and saying talking about this new five 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 method, mm -hmm. and you know. I haven't tried it. I don't see the point in it. You know, I don't right. see why people just sit down and do their, you know. But some people are saying, God, this has helped me so much. You know, you got to try this. So, yeah. which is usually, that's usually how the community is. If there's a method mm -hmm. that's working for them, they want to, you know, they go out and they share it with everybody and don't usually, they don't usually charge you for it, you know. Right, right. Or if, if there is, you know, and it's really pointless to try to charge for it anyway because it's, as soon as you sell the book, someone's going to put it out for free and talk about it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So because that you, makes sense. you can get the every method has the same mechanic to it, and you can get the gist from one five-minute video where a guy explains it to you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, there's uh, a really unique meditation that's been out, mm -hmm. uh, or it's been making the rounds. I it's it's, just, it's this weird Buddhist chant that. Some people are doing. I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't really looked into that one, but I mean, there. You know, it's, it's something that I would say you know millions of people have invested in 
these different processes. Mm-hmm. And just, to, you know, people that I've met personally have told me about their, their results. I've seen, you know, there's a whole community on YouTube. There's people on Reddit and Tumblr and, you know, so uh, I would say, you know, if I had to leave it at, you know, I know, you know, not, I don't really know if we were trying to debate if this whole thing is real or not, but I, I would leave it at, there are a lot of people who are getting a lot of benefits from practicing the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I'm coming out and, you know, I, I guess, you know, I, I don't see any reason for someone to be a party pooper about the whole thing because a lot of people are getting a lot of good out of it. Right. And I, you know, and I would recommend it to anybody that wanted to practice it. I would, mm-hmm. you know, I'd send you resources and everything. But, yeah. you know, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to force this on anybody. I just think it's a really great thing that has benefited me personally. I think would benefit a lot of other people as well. Oh um, yeah, um, it definitely sounds really. Uh, I don't know. It it does sound really amazing. Um, and so I definitely want to try those those methods out. Methods out. I have done the one where you know you you visualize your goal and stuff like that. People, you know, talk about writing it down and stuff, saying that's a lot yeah. better picture of it. But anyway, yeah. yeah so I think well, it's really beneficial and, and helpful. Uh, visualization, I would say, is uh, it's hard for me personally to really picture anyone getting results without some sort of you know repetition or visualization or something that really kind of jump starts your mind in a certain direction so that right. you know, my recommendation would be to start out with um, either the 555 method that just came out um, just because of the type of mindset it's supposed to put you in or just do affirmations and maybe do you know some really light early meditation or something Right, and not okay. not really try to create anything too too big your first time, just to right. be able to kind of get yourself in the flow and the feel of how the whole thing, how everything works. Okay, but yeah, um, let's see how how long have we been going. It's it's ninety eight minutes, an hour and a half. Oh shoot! Well, hour and a, this yeah. is our longest wow. show yet. Anyway, oh, really? I would say it sounds like it sounds like we're yeah it sounds like we're starting to wind down. So, uh, do you want to do closing yeah. thoughts or? Um. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Oh well, you guys go. I I, I didn't. All right. I, I just was gonna say uh, it definitely sounds like we kind of covered almost the full gambit. I mean, it's it's such an yeah. interesting topic that we could probably go longer, but. Uh, um. Well, Evan, maybe you should yeah. close just because it's your topic. Does and then, yeah. Um. um I'll do, yeah, okay. uh, closing thoughts. Um, I mean, I, I pretty much covered anybody that's listening to this that's interested. Uh, go to YouTube. It's Most of these resources are freely available. Um, I would recommend, I'm going to personally recommend You Are Creators. Um, they, have, they have a lot of great resources. They have an app that, that has probably about 20 or 30 ebooks for free. Uh, from various authors on the law of attraction and the methods and the philosophies. Um, 
And on top of that, I'm just going to say, uh, when this comes out, uh, recorded, yeah, when we get the pre-recorded version, if I get enough, um, if I get enough requests, I'll do a live Q&A on the subject, if, if anybody's interested, so, to cover what I didn't get, anything I didn't get into, but, yeah, uh, try it out, it's benefited me, um, just, you know, just go to YouTube and see what you can find, it's a journey. Pass it back to you, James. All right, fantastic. Um, yeah, no, that was it. I really enjoyed the law of attraction and what you had to say about it. And uh, I'm glad you explained that it's, I don't know, not just a law because that was something that was so confusing to me and something that I, I didn't quite understand. And uh, so, yeah, I, I've heard of most of those methods that you had talked about, and it was uh, really, I guess, refreshing to get uh, definitely another perspective on the matter. So thank you very much, Lord Reda, for, mm -hmm. no um, yeah, for explaining it to us. Yeah. Uh, you guys have a I'll great day, you. and go ahead. I'll just say I'll catch everybody next week. Fantastic, fantastic. I look forward to it. You guys have fun. Thanks for watching Theresa Podcast.